My name's Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all got to start, start appreciating. And you got to stop disrespecting this man. You got AJ Brown, who's a legit number one. And you got Julio, who's a legit number one. One of them dudes got to get double teamed. Who going to get double teamed? And whoever gets double teamed, the other one gets the ball. I'm saying this with no pun intended, but full of pride. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as children say in the streets, what it fucking do, baby? It is your boy, Pride. Welcome to another episode of the Prideful Takes Podcast. Mike won't be here, so I decided to drag my boy, Chris Gonzo Gonzalez. I decided to drag him out from what he was doing so he could be here. Chris, how you feeling today, my guy? I'm doing good, man. I've been watching baseball and the Masters watching Tiger go. He's been pulling my heartstrings all day. Thought he was going to go the other way and be out of it. Now he's looking like he's about to turn it on and... Be in contention again. I'm convinced Tiger just did that on purpose. I'm 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 convinced that like the <laughs> beginning performance. At first, I thought it had to do with the wind because you know um, a lot of people who are like uh, Dustin. Um, why am I drawing a blank on his last name? Uh, Johnson. Said, yeah, Johnson. I almost said Poirier for some reason. Um, but yeah, Dustin Johnson. He loves his driver, and he's been doing everything in his power to avoid it. Yeah, that right there lets you know that in terms of wind. This thing is crazy. It's tough, but uh, I need you to explain your intro about LeBron James. What do you mean? What did I say in the intro? Oh, people need to respect LeBron James. I think as well. Oh, we- oh yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta respect LeBron. <laughs> I gotta respect him, hundred percent. I'll say that to the day I die. LeBron James is probably one of the most disrespected superstars ever. He's probably one of the most disrespected superstars ever. Because if he doesn't play, right? If he doesn't play, oh, Kobe would never. Oh, MJ would never. But then if he plays, he's stat padding. Oh, if he plays tonight, that's what that's going to be everybody's story. Well, no, no. The, the Lakers shut him down for the rest of the year. Oh, did they? Yeah, they shut him down for the rest of the year. They're, they don't, they're like, yo, fuck it. We're not. We're not well, I know yesterday there was reports that, that LeBron might play tonight. And I was like, really? He ain't yep, going to yep. play. They, they said he was, and I, I said this, I was mad petty. I was like, matter of fact, if I'm him, I drop 40 each night. Stop playing with me. I'll be petty as hell. I'll be just a petty to, motherfucker. Just to get the scoring title. Not, not even a scoring title. I would do that, and I'm flipping off L.A. Well, if, if you get the scoring title, that even makes it sweeter. Oh, 110%. But we got a packed show, boxing versus MMA. Who's better? We could talk about that. And then we obviously talk about UFC 273 headline by that fucking savage Alexander Volkanovsky and the Korean zombie Chan Sung Young. But before that, we kind of touched on his name a little bit. Tiger Woods. Right now, as things are currently standing, he is plus, where is that? He's plus two. So he's two over. Um, As of right now, it looks like he's going to make the cut with the cut projected to be four over. So, 
let me ask you a question. Let's say he makes the cut, which I believe he will. Do you think he can end up winning his sixth green jacket? I still think he can, especially if he finishes the rest of this round strong. Because if he finishes the rest of this round strong, he might be able to get back to even. If he can finish today at even or better, I think he's going to have a great chance going into the weekend. I'll even continue with this. I think even if he stays where he's at right now at two over, I think he still has a legitimate chance. Yeah, as long as he don't I fall really back. Do. Yeah, because in the beginning of the day, if I'm not mistaken, he was tied at for he was tied at four in 40th place with a uh, four over. I think it was four over he was at. Yeah, yeah, he was at four over, which wasn't looking good. And all of a sudden, Tiger Woods just does Tiger Woods things. I believe it was two birdies he got. I believe. I think he's getting ready to have a putt for a third one, for a third one in that, a row. That's that's what it's looking like right now. So, um, in case, in case you guys didn't realize, we're actually watching the Masters right now too. So that's how we're able to say this stuff. But yep, he's but actually now, getting ready to putt right now. Yep. And and by the way, I just want to throw it out there: the weather this weekend for the Masters is expected to be absolutely beautiful. Yeah. The wind is very low to the point that it's it's considered actually like the strongest wind is a gentle breeze. Here goes Woods for Bernie. Oh! Hold on, I think I'm a little bit behind. Look at him. What a guy. Don't tell me what happened. Come on, Tiger. Just you say, oh, I think he missed it. But at the same time, he could have made it. Is he going to make it? Oh, my God. Talk about robbery. Look at his face. Good. Look at his face. Yo, his face is like, this is bullshit. It looked good all the way through, just like right before the yes. hole. Oh, my God. And then one hand is just sick of this noise. Oh, my goodness. Wow. What was that? His 15th hole? That was 15? Yep. Sucks, man. But hey, listen. He still parted. That's fine. Not a not, you know. He's he still no lower. I think he'll be fine. That's what I'm saying. As long if, if you could, because I was talking earlier with Amon about this. If he puts himself in a position where he's like at straight zero, if he's nilling it, bro, bro, yeah. he's got a he's got legit. I, I give him a chance anyway. I really do. But if, if he we can make through, five, six strokes up in nine, nine holes. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, when he won his last Masters, when he came back, wasn't he down like six strokes? I know it was at least four. It might have been six. Yeah, he was down. He was down a lot. And then he was like, all right, here we go. Pew, 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 pew. And then just like, was just getting ridiculous. Again, he has a legitimate chance of being able to get out of here. Tiger Woods, this is something that people that even in golf we need to get mindful of. He's walking with purpose. Now, the reason I say that's important for all the people who don't know golf, he's so everyone knows about the accident he was in. He has a metal rod in his leg. Him having to walk in between every single hole was a, a fear people had because they were like, wow, what if he has to end up quitting and giving up? Because because there were a couple a couple tournament attorneys he had to pull out from because his body couldn't handle walking, couldn't handle it. But right now, I'm not seeing any discomfort on his face at all. He's walking with a purpose. He's walking with beautiful strides. And again, I think he ends the day at zero. I I, I think he ends the day um, evened out. And man, I'm telling you, 
evened out heading into this weekend. Oh wait, that was an eagle putt he missed. So he got he got a birdie. He's already oh, he got a birdie. Now. Yeah, he's plus one right now. Oh my, hold on. What in tarnation? I thought that was a par five. I thought that was a. a I thought it was a four. Yeah, that was an eagle putt. He almost got an eagle in that putt. He barely missed. Bless his heart. He was for birdie. So yeah, he's at plus one right now. He's birdie three holes straight. Wow. No way. I refuse it. I refuse to believe that. Get, getting ready to tee off. Well, uh, that's insane. Wow. So now he's one over. That's one step closer. I I, I say this, and I, I really do mean it. If he if he ends up, I, I give him a legitimate chance. That's just me. I do too. I give him I give him a 100% legitimate chance. Um, because again, we've seen Tiger Woods, like again, the last his last masters, he was down. He was down, like you said, but I like I said, I believe um I believe he it was, I think it was six. It was at least four he was down and he was able to come back. So uh oh, uh oh. Oh shit, dude. What happened? He's getting right, he's getting right to have another birdie play. He just put his tee shot within like four foot of the hole. No, he maybe didn't. six foot. Oh, of the I'm hole. watching it right now. I'm watching it right now. Oh my god, look at the spin. Yeah. Oh my days. Low it. At first, I thought it was gonna roll in. Oh my we'll have another chance for a birdie. Can I ask you a question? What can this man not do? What well, can yeah. this man not do? I was getting ready to say, you know what? The, that's the scary thing. This is his first tournament back, and he's already <laughs> playing at this level. Think what's going. Think, think about the level he could get to if he starts playing a little more regularly. Oh my goodness! I was worried he was going to get tired as the day went on. He's actually gotten better today. Stronger. That's the, the days went that's, on. That's the wild part about it. Everyone thought that his the longer he go, the worse he would play. He had a solid day yesterday. Struggled today the started. Yeah, he, he opened the, out of the gate struggling and has gotten better. He has gotten better to the point now that, oh, my days. I I, I, I love this. I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, bro. See, this right here is why I be telling people golf is sometimes. Golf oh, is sometimes. He barely missed the ridge. That shit sucks. It was like a foot from that ball rolled up, rolled down. It just stopped. Ooh, no spin at all. Just a boop. Oh yeah, that's gonna be yep. a hell of a put downhill. Yep. No, I, I, and that's and and you saying downhill. That's another thing. He he was trying to have that little backspin on it, but he missed that slope completely. Even even though he didn't have that much backspin, if he hits that slope, I think it still comes yep. back. Yeah, I really yeah. do. But oh man, you overshot that one bad, bro. Laurie minus three. What a guy. Well, Tiger sees this would be the sixteen, so he still has two more holes. He could get the. Yeah, know, yeah, I, yeah. I think this is yeah. This yeah. He only has he like two this more. will be even going into the last two holes. Imagine, it, you can make an argument from this cut. He could be contending for first easily. Easily. Will it birdie? Oh, so close. Good job, though. Oh, uh, Scheffler's playing good today, oh. You said who? Uh Scotty Scheffler. Yes. I, I, honestly, a lot of a lot of the people, it's bizarre. Maybe I'm weird. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong. But a lot of the guys who struggled yesterday are playing great today. And a lot of yeah. people who played great today yesterday 
I'm kind of struggling a little bit today. It's so bizarre. It really is, Dustin. So I right now, of- Scotty minus six. Bless his heart. A lot of it has to be the the weather because the guys that played in the afternoon yesterday struggled, and the guys played in the morning done good, and the yeah. day was the same way. The guys during the morning were uh, were doing pretty good, and these guys in the afternoon, have, well, Tigers yeah. picked it up in the afternoon. <laughs> yes, I don't know what, but again, it's it's, it's just this guy good woods. Man. Oh, that's not a good one either. Man. For for Tiger? No, I think that. Might oh, I got triggered. Good. I got triggered. I was about to say, don't oh, tell me Tiger messed up that putt, man. That was Scheffler. Oh, they haven't showed Tiger's putt yet. Nah, nah, he's he's not he's not up yet. But now, nah, like went, I said, man, it wouldn't surprise me if he if he wins the if he wins the Masters on Sunday. I'll be honest with you. If I'm, he, gonna be if, ma- I'm gonna be I, mad in the way because I'm gonna be stream. I'm gonna be at a wrestling show streaming live, so I'm not gonna be at home watching it. I ain't gonna lie, dude. I stood in front of my TV and started and started crying last time he won the Masters. It, bro, it, it, it's just so inspirational. I was just into it, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm like, "Wait a minute, I'm fucking crying." What the hell, what the- bro, it, dude? It's just so inspirational. Speaking, but speaking of crying though, this conversation has a lot of people crying, man. Boxing or MMA? In my opinion, I think this is there's a clear cut answer, but I want to pose it to you first. MMA or boxing, in your opinion, which is better? I used to be a big, 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 big boxing fan, but now Same. I think UFC is better. I think boxing got ruined by a lot of corruption. You'd watch, there was too many fights that us as fans would watch, and the guy that we knew got his ass kicked the whole time somehow won the fight. And they just it just kept happening and happening, and finally people got away from boxing a lot. And it's weird that box, the boxing pay-per-views and stuff still make so much damn money. Mm-hmm. You don't hear about boxing very often, and all of a sudden you'll you'll hear about a big fight. Yep. And honestly, it it really comes down to Tyson Fury, like that the whole yeah. Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, Canelo versus Triple G. You know, um, and that's why I worry about with the UFC, where I think they need to figure out something with their scoring or their judging because you're tra- you're starting to get to where you see a lot of. You'll see two judges have it real close, and another judge has it completely different by three rounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I what I what I genuinely believe, and I think both MMA and boxing could use this. You make uh, you make um you make refs have to go through like a thing of training, right? I think I think you need to do that same thing for for judges. Either that, or you know who should be judges? Former top tier. That's what I was getting ready to say. Or you know have I mean? a couple of your former top tier guys train the train the people or, that are going to be. Or even judges. that, yes, like you know what I mean, like because there's your Hall of Fame people, guys be the judges. I mean, like, like imagine imagine a team led by GSP, Matt Hughes, Boss Rutan, showing them. Okay, look when 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 you're do, judging this, this is what you're looking for. If a guy did the takedown, great. That's, or have that's guys nice. like that be the judges, GSP, Boston. And- that's what I'm saying. Bring back. Listen, I understand you guys are mad at him, but bring back Chelsea Sonnen and just have him judge. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, and that's just me. Like, I, I've always thought it was weird. Like, why are we letting certain people who don't even know what they're watching judge? It's always been bizarre for me. It's been extremely bizarre. I never understood it before. Yeah. I really haven't because again, you're now letting people who can't even spell fighting judge it. And then again, like you said, 
there's one guy who'll go, oh my God, look, you got, for instance, like I, we're going to get into this, but the first Aljamain Sterling fight with, with Piotr Jan, Piotr Ron was brutalizing him. And it was, that fight wasn't even close. Yet one judge had it in favor of Sterling. Yeah. I don't like how explain, but yeah. you'll, never, you'll never get the explanation, but I don't know, man. For me, I, look, me personally, I'm taking MMA. And the only reason I'm taking MMA is because, and, and like I said, to me, oh, here comes Tiger Woods. Hold on. El Woodster. Yo, you got the announcers cheering for you. Come on, brother. <laughs> Boom. Did he get it? Oh! What the fuck? What the hell, man? God. He's one, still one over. God. Yo, he's in good shape, though, going in the last two, only one over. Yep. Yep. What's up, Ukes? But, yeah, for me, let me tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I, I pick MMA. Simple. Because with boxing, it's a very limited sport. Very, very limited. For me, it's why, you know, you can punch guys. But then you can't kick them. In the UFC, in the MMA, it's everything. It's everything. Not only you can punch and kick them in their head, shoulders, knees, and toes, and all that stuff. But think about it. You now have grappling. You now have jiu-jitsu. You, you now have different assets uh, of that game that's coming in. So that's kind of why me personally, I'm going to take MMA. Yeah. Um, Chris, as I have you here, very interesting question. I don't know if you heard about the Brian Flores lawsuit. Um, two additional gentlemen have basically jumped in and joined him. Um, one of those guys being Scott, um, being um, uh, Steve Wilkes. There's, I, I don't know, I almost said Scott, but Steve Wilkes, um, yeah. who basically was a, was the coach for the Cardinals before they basically fired him and hired Cliff Kingsbury. Um, and then the other one is uh, Rob uh, Roy Rob Ray Horton. My bad, Ray, yeah, Horton. Ray Horton. It's Ray Horton who, in my opinion, and I'm gonna give you my take on it, Chris. Let me know if I'm if I'm out of if I'm out of pocket. By the way, Great Anuki, I know there is kickboxing, but in kickboxing you still can't grapple and take down and stuff like that. That's why for MMA because it's everything. It's kickboxing, boxing. Muay Thai, so you have a whole bunch of different ways to stand up, but then there's also wrestling. There's also like basically all different, like all different body types and all stuff. different pre- facets. Yes, yeah. yeah, all different facets. So that's why for me, I'm gonna take MMA. But to go back to this, um, Chris, I'm gonna give you my take. Let me know if you think I'm crazy. If you think I'm out of control, you let me know. So I think both of these are very interesting. So from an optics point of view. I think the Cardinals is worse. It's like the worst. Because just from the optics point of view, you fired Steve Wilkes, which let's be honest, there's really no reason you fired him. But you fired Steve Wilkes and replaced him. You're a black head coach and you replaced him with a white head coach. In terms of optics, that looks weird, right? Now, this one, the Titans one, that's the one that's fucked. In case of you guys don't know, um, 
Horton was basically interviewed by the Tennessee Titans to get the head coaching position. I think it was in 2016. Thanks. So. Yeah, I think so. Yes, 2016. Um, however, they came, and by the way, the person who said this, they gave the head coaching position um, to uh, Mike Malarkey. Excuse me. Yeah, I had a burp. But Mike Malarkey. They gave the coaching job to Mike Malarkey. And this is exactly what Mike Malarkey said. And again, on a podcast. On a on a podcast. <laughs> these were the words that come out of his mouth, right? Um, they told me I was going to be the head coach. And when he says they, he's referring to the Titans. They told me I was going to be the head coach in 2016 before they went through the Rooney rule. And so I sat there knowing I was the head coach in 2016 as they went through this fake hiring process knowing. Knowing a lot of coaches that were interviewing knowing how much they prepared to go through those interviews, knowing that everything they could do, they did, and they had no chance to get that job. Again, this is the guy who got the Titans head coaching job. And he just told you it was a sham. Mm-hmm. And if I'm out of pocket, you let me know. This is as concrete as you can get. Oh no, I agree with you. I just want to make sure I'm not crazy. I'm I'm interested interested to see what the NFL does. I mean, they they got to there has to be they're going to have to do something, but I don't know what they'll do. I mean, this, should this dude still be able to be? I mean, should he still be a GM? Who Malarkey? Or, or the, the no, the guy that was the GM that that, that went for when that team. happened. You see what I'm saying? He's the one. That... That's that's an interesting question, and yeah, it it is it is messed. It's badly messed up because again, they told him, and then they went to the Rooney Rule, and it's a sh- and you know what I mean. But again, it's it's well, interesting it, too. Back because... to your point about Wilkes, what made that even work look worse? Not only did you go hire a white head coach, you went what when wired a height a white head coach. That was a head coach in college and got lost his job and was taking an offensive coordinator position at USC. Right? Um, Honestly, you could argue that he wouldn't even, there's no way he was the most qualified. No, which again is weird, right? And then basically the Titans are racist. I don't know. I don't know. But I will say this though. Something, something weird's I going on over there. The dude shouldn't be a GM no more. I don't know, man. I just I mean, think it's weird. I really there, do. I mean, there has to be some kind of punishment for it, or it's just going, or nothing's ever going to change. I, I, don't, I don't, but that's the thing. Like, I don't, in my, I, in my eyes, I don't, to be honest with you, this is a situation where they don't think it's wrong. Let's be honest, yo. Like, this isn't the first time this has happened. That's true. You know what I mean? But like uh, I had said on the morning show at one time, it's never going to change until we get some of these old owners out of here, and somehow, somehow we a couple minority own get a couple minority owners. Then we can get things to start to start changing. But that's the only way it's ever going to change. If we still have these eighty year old guys owning the teams, nothing's going to change. I hate to say it, but they're not going to change much because these 80-year-old men, they're setting their it's, ways. They ain't going to listen to 
It's just, yeah, it, I mean, it really is it a sucks, reality situation. They're the ones that have the money and have already had the team. And well, unless your yeah. NFL just goes in and makes everybody sell and starts all over. <laughs> yeah, bro. It, it's wild, man. It really is. Um, but leaving the Rooney rule, they're. And the ways they try to encourage the Rooney Rule, I don't really like. I don't I mean, know, man. It's you just, have, because you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to be. There shouldn't have to be a fucking incentive that that you have to hire a minority for you to hire a minority. Hire whoever's best for the job. Right. And that's the sad part about it. There's a lot of minorities who are good at the job, but won't get it because of their skin color. And it's wild because at the end of the day, guess what? You do the Rooney rule. The sad part about it, it's not really going to work because it's, it's not going to hire anybody because what happened with the Titans, that's probably, in all honesty, what everyone else does. That's literally probably what everyone else does. They already have least, their guy picked and then they least, just, you know. I'd say at least 90% of, of, all, of everybody. Right. You know what I mean, and that's kind of the, the sad, the sad situation. I think I think some of it does have to do a little bit with racism, and you know what I think the, a lot of it really also has to has to do with that people really want to talk about bad practice, bad business practices. I think there's a lot of times that they promise a guy a job, and then they end up doing the interview, and then they like someone else. But they already undercover signed that guy, so there's nothing they could they could do. Yeah. On, on you know what I mean? Because then if you sign him, but then you signed it before the Rooney before before you interview these other guys, you can't fire him. <laughs> you literally can't because at the time no one knew you signed him. So it's it's this weird thing where it's like I really think some of it has to do with bad business practices that they like one guy, and then they sign him, and then maybe they're like. Well, that's why I hope you know. That's why I hope uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks have a good season this year with Bowles as the head coach, because uh, Arians doing that and stepping down and making Bowles the head coach. That, I mean, that's a big step, especially if it were if it if it works out and they and they, and they have a good season. One hundred percent. Yeah, if it works out, and they have a good season. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, bro. It really is. But uh, that's topic I want to get into with you today. UFC 273. Gilbert Burns versus Kamzat uh, Chamayev. Aljamay Sterling versus Piotr Jan. Alexander Volkanovsky versus Chang Sung Young, a.k.a. the Korean Zombie. Let's start first off. Burns, Chamayev, who you got? Burns and Chamayev? Oh, Chamayev. Mm. I, I, I don't think Burns is going to be up my head. Chamayev just looks so dominant. I know this is going to be his biggest test fighting Burns. Yes, but the dude has just looked so dominant against everybody they put in there. They put in there with them, and uh, yeah, I'm going with Jamai. Okay, so but that reminds me, um, on your show, um, you do bets. You know, you're you're a sports betting guy. Um, I know. Last yeah. time I checked, um, Chimaev was the favorite. Last time I had checked, um. I'm trying Who to pull it up now. Because I'm almost I'm almost positive he was. I think he was too. I could I could now I could be wrong, but I think I think he was. Let's Hold see. on. See. Yes, he is. Okay, so I have right here. Yeah. He's a Big he's favorite. a minus 490. 
earlier in the week, man, it, it was a lot closer. That's it was. I don't. I don't. As this fight's gotten closer, it's starting to spread it, more. It's yep. You're starting to see a massive spread. Gilbert Burns is at a plus three sixty. Um, if you were to have to bet, are you are you taking the over under? Oh, if I was betting on just who's going to win the fight, I think Chimev. But being at minus four ninety, there ain't no value betting that. So I would do like the double mm. chance for uh, Chimev to win by knockout or TKO. Okay, and and to, oh, that one I saw the over under was two and a half or or, or yeah, right? Oh, you no. mean for rounds? Yeah, uh, that's at? always like it's like before round three. I know I saw I saw a big someone put a big bet that they had a Chimeo first round mm-hmm. knockout. Well, if I go to distance, you can get it. You can get plus two hundred five. Yes, minus two ninety. No. See, I don't think the fight's gonna go to distance. No way, no way. With how, with how, how both these guys, how explosive both of them are, no way. Someone's getting knocked out. I'm with you. I, I think Chimev wins. What I was um, thinking, yeah. What I was thinking, you can get Chimev to win by knockout, TKO, or on points, either way, and you can get that at minus two hundred. I would snatch that up. See, that's a lot better odds than if you just bet for him to, to win at minus just, just one. Yeah, because that. No, nah, I tell people this all the time. As soon once you started getting. Like minus four ninety, like minus three hundred and under. I try to avoid those because there's no incentive. Yeah, there's no value in it because it's really not. It's really not. You know what I mean? So even if you win, even if you get the bet right, you're not winning much money at all. It's, to the point that I it's mean, really it's, not even worth it. Like like there's another. If you fight. lose, you lose a pretty bu- a pretty good chunk of money. <laughs> so it's like to, if, to be honest, right? And it, it's like it's like kind of like into the next fight we'll talk about, but we'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, I I, I think once you start getting into like minus three hundred, even even if it's me, minus three hundred, I think for me is a little bit of a stretch. I I. I'm for me minus two fifty minus one fifty. Those are the kind of the bets I go for, because yeah, sure, it's not a sure thing. There's some risk, but the risk to reward ratio is just significantly higher. Yeah, to the point that it's actually over like minus two fifty. I usually I usually won't bet it if I'm like if I'm gonna bet money, I ain't gonna bet it usually over a minus two fifty because there's ain't a whole lot of value in it. I like like you said like one minus one sixty minus one seventy. Even minus one ninety, I'll take. But you start getting like over two fifty, two sixty. It's just, uh, it's like, is no it value. really worth? Right. It's it's like you really gotta hesitate and say, huh, is it really worth it? So that's kind of like, like when I see when I see a situation like that, and you want to bet on Chimaev, that this is something where I parlay it. Maybe yep. it's just me, but like if if you really want to do this, th- like those odds are something you parlay. Which when you do multiple bet, that's yep. what that's just me. Yep. If you're going, yeah. If you use higher odds like that. That, that's yeah, that's real good. Right. Like I, that's why I use if I bet on UFC, I usually do I don't I don't bet a lot of money, but I use I bet like a four get a four fight parlay. I'll yep. pick like four fights. Mm-hmm. I, I'd usually do one set one about for most of yep. UFCs, and that's it. And that's it. That's it. Cause and and again, that's if we're doing these type of odds, because again, that's you basically bet, when you'll be able to get the most. No, you money can bet 10, 15 bucks and win 150, 170 dollars. Yep. With those, yep. You really can. You really on can. them parlays. Yep, so we both agree, Chimeyev. Now, I just saw something on Twitter. I want to get your take on it. Dana White said, if Chimeyev wins, we see him and Colby Covington next. What are your thoughts on that? Who who was it? You cut Dana out. White said that. Oh, 
Dana White said that if Chimeyev wins this weekend, so if he wins tomorrow, then it's going to be Chimeyev versus Colby Covington. That's going to be the next fight. Now, if it's a lie, it was Dana White who told it. That don't make no sense. Well, so here's here's the reasoning behind it. Here's the reasoning behind it. Chimeyev. Right, but here's the thing. Chimeyev. Here's the weird part about it. Dana White loves Chimeyev. But he loves Kobe Covington more. <laughs> he lo- we all know this. He loves Kobe Covington more for some unknown reason. Right? I don't know why, but it's just like I'm pretty sure they participated in the same orgy once. Their tips touched, and they were like, oh, yeah, you're my soulmate. I'm convinced that's what happened one day accidentally. He definitely wants to keep Kobe Covington relevant. I said this from the jump. If Kazma, if, if Chimeyev wins, I am he's not fighting Kobe Covington. He's getting the winner of Usman Edwards. Yeah, if I if I'm uh, Chimev, there's no way I'm signing the fight, Covington. No, I want my title fight. I beat the number two guy. Yeah, I beat the number two guy. And congratulations. Yeah, I understand. You know, Kobe What's Covington doesn't deserve another title shot. Come on, bro. He's nowhere near it. If anything, he should be. He should be down at eleven. Let's just let's don't just get me wrong. I think you know Chimev. I, mean? beat, I think Chimev beat Covington. But that's besides I, the point. I just don't think he should have to fight him. Let me be honest. Let me know if you think if this is a hot take. I genuinely believe, and I'm being serious when I say this, Chimeyev beats Covington easier than it would take him to beat Burns. I think Covington is an easier fight. I, I can see that. I, I think I know Covington's a wrestler, but man, Chimeyev, Chimeyev ain't no joke uh, grappling-wise either. Nope. Nope. And he has nope. so much power. A ridiculously power, ridiculous power. I just want to get your thoughts on that because when I when I saw that, I was like, that to me personally, that makes no sense. That's you know just like I mean? you said. It's it's uh, Tiger's getting right tee off on the 18th, and he's uh, one over. Yep. God bless him, man. He had a good drive. Hell, he didn't even watch it. He walked off. Didn't even look up to see where. No, I said, yo, I said that earlier. Tiger, when he, he be hitting some of these drives. If it's a good one, he feels it, and he just immediately turns his back, and he's just picking his stuff up, and he's just yeah, ready to go. Up, picked up, picked up his team, walked straight to the caddy, yep. and his club. He didn't even look at because he knows he know when it's a good one, he knows where it's at. He, he knows, he knows it's wild. Um, so we both agree there. The second fight, which in terms of odds, this is the other one I wanted to bring up: Aljamain Sterling against Piotr Jan. Piotr Jan is a minus four thirty five favorite, which again. On a solo bet, I wouldn't touch that. This entire card, I'll be honest with you. If you want to do this entire card, like bet these three, these three fights, you parlay these with either I would honestly parlay those with um the the women's the women's straw weight bout with Mackenzie and uh and Torres. I would parlay with that. That's what I would do. Um right now. Piotr Jan, minus four, uh, 435 favorite. Um, Aljamain Sterling is a plus 330 uh, underdog. Um, so, Chris, who you got winning the fight? I got Jan winning the fight. But he's this is another one where the odds are so high. If I was going to bet him, maybe in a parlay. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Jan's, I think Jan's going to destroy him. Same. Like, he was on his way to destroying him last time before, that, before the knee. Right. And 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 by the way, before people say, "Oh yeah, you know, you uh, that was good." Look, this is my thoughts on it. I don't care whether or not the knee really did damage or not. I don't really care about that, right? 
The belt under no circumstances should be should be should change hands on disqualification. No. I don't care what anybody says. If you disagree with me, you're an idiot. And I mean that with all due disrespect because if you want to give Piotr Jan the loss, I'm okay with that. Hell, if you want to say, yo, Piotr Jan, you got disqualified, so the belt is going to be vacant, okay, But you don't just hand it to somebody. <laughs> you're, I'm not handing it to Aljamain Sterling. Because he was the one fighting Jan when he done something wrong. Like, so you see what I'm saying? So, like, for hmm. me, it's like you're. I'm not transferring it off a of DQ. Now, if you want to punish Sean by giving him a loss, I'm okay with that. He broke the rules. He deserves that L. And I'm 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 not fighting to reverse the decision. I'm not fighting any of that. If you want to take the belt off him and vacate it, that's fine. That's okay. I understand it. No problem. I am not giving the belt. I'm not changing. I'm not having to change hands based on disqual on because of a disqualification. I'm not because you know what that does. That ruins the legitimacy of your title. That's what that does. That ruins the legitimacy of it. Yeah, that's and what that does. Ster and if Sterling, uh, if Sterling loses this fight, everybody's gonna be on him again. I'm not. I'm really not because I, listen, I'm, I, I don't really know. because I knew I knew he was gonna get beat the last time. But, but, but honestly, we, if if you watch that first fight. You knew what it was. Let's stop this false narrative. When you saw him fight and you saw him getting dog walked by Piotr Jan, where there's times where Aljamain Sterling looked helpless and he's like, <sighs> and you just see Piotr Jan literally walking him down easily. There, like, I, I already know what's going to happen. I already know. The fight like, wasn't going to last much longer. It wasn't going to no, last much longer. Not at all. And again, whether or not you think that knee did damage to Aljamain Sterling is completely irrelevant and doesn't mean anything. I will say this to my dying breath. If you believe he belt should change hands due to disqualification, you are part of the problem. You are why people will never look at MMA the same way again. You are the reason why belts are not respected, and you are the reason why boxing has 3,975 belts and not unlike all but three of them. And each division means something. I don't want to hear it. It's, if it's you believe like it, get out of the sport. It's like giving out participation. Just give everybody a belt then. That's what I'm saying. And again, I, let me clarify, because there's going to be that one person who is not going to listen to me at all and just say, oh, well, you died. Pedro Yashin won. If you want to give him an L and ship him the title, I have no problem. Period. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm no circumstances. Am you I going to put you title? Vacate the title, have a yep. tournament for it. Either and... tournament or run it back. Whatever yeah. you want to do. Either tournament or run it back. Because and it's ridiculous. Have a tournament for it and let, and let him be in the and be involved in the tournament or interim, run it back. Interim titles shouldn't be made for situations like this. No. You know what I mean? It's made this for if not... a guy a guy gets like injured at, during training camp or or something. Right, like, keeps him out of the cage because he's like, oh yeah, I I had I had back problems and I had to get surgery. I don't want to hear that bullshit because you've been fighting like that your entire career. Now all of a sudden you got the belt. Now you want to take surgery? Come on, bro, educate yourself, do better. I literally mean that with all due disrespect. So, um, we both agree here. The main event, the main event. I just saw a tweet. Oh, never mind. All right, it's a troll, but. The Korean zombie, Chan Sung Young, will attempt to dethrone Alexander Volkanovsky while the fucking Savage seeks his 11th win in the UFC. Who you got? I have Volkanovsky. 
And I don't I don't think this is gonna be a real close fight either. Neither do I. By the way, for the odds, Alexander Volkanovsky. Yeah. Minus 720. What what sports book are you on? This is UFC. Oh, that's DraftKings in on uh I think, on, fan, on FanDuel he's minus seven seventy. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's a little better. I mean, what the fuck? That's a little, yeah, you get a little better. better on DraftKings. Yeah, it's a little bit better. The point still remains, though. Yeah. You're not betting on them. Get the fuck out of here. If I was betting on this fight, I'm I'm betting on uh method of victory. And I'm taking Vol- Volkanovsky by knockout or TKO. Yep. And you get that or you can get that, that plus two ten. I would do that. I mean, there's good value there. That, and I, some, I, I yeah, things will happen. There's some value there, and I could see him. I could see, I could see that happening. I really can. Um, the only chance I think Korean Zombie has is if he goes back and, and to fighting like he did when he was a little younger. Goes back to doing some of the, the wild stuff that oh that little wild style type of yeah, junk. Oh, yeah, okay. if, if he just stays in the pocket, I think he's going. He's going to get. I'll head be honest. Bounce around. I, I think he needs to do a combination of the two. I think there's gonna need there's gonna be points where he needs to stick in the pocket, so that way Volk meets him in the middle, and then when he does that, then kind of go to your little wild style type of thing. And that's what I that's what I think. Doug, I I really I really think that I'll be honest with you because, and again maybe it's just me maybe I'm just you know crazy or whatever, but I don't know, brother. I don't know, man. I just I think Volkanovski is just gonna be too much for him. Oh, one. I, it it it's gonna be way too much. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna know what to do. He's not gonna know what to do. And I'll I'll be honest. Maybe just me. matter of fact, first round knockout. You heard it first. I think it's gonna be. I'm I'm if I bet I'm betting on that plus two ten for a knock. As long as he wins by knockout or TKO. Yep. The other fight there was a big underdog. I like. It's the last fight on the prelims. Uh, let me find them again. You said the last fight on the yeah on uh, the Gary against uh, uh, Weeks. Oh, Weeks. Mm-hmm. Weeks is at uh, plus two ninety. I, I yeah. like Weeks. I like Weeks to win that fight. Yup, right here. I th- isn't that the one I picked as an underdog? Uh, I, you, I, might, you might have. I think. I, I think. I think. I think you I think, did. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of them you had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I picked that one easy. Yeah, I, I think I, that I was like right, that before, <laughs> right before, right before your phone my phone died. died. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, nah, um, I, yeah, weeks. I'm, I'm taking him 110. Um, I, I, I would feel confident. Um, but that reminds me, um, uh, the fight starts at 10 o'clock Eastern time. Um, I will be doing a watch along for it. Um, Chris, if you want to hop on, you let me know. Um, so I'll try to hop on after my show, but I don't know what time I'll get back. So yeah, listen, man, whenever you can. If you can't, don't worry about it. You know, but my door's open. Um, because this, this, this right here, I love Alexander Volkanovsky, but I'm just here for Piotr Jan at this point, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Um, before we sign off, Chris, I know you have your own show. I know there's stuff you do, so please take this moment, plug yourself, my guy. Yeah, well, you can find me at Gonzo Sports Room on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We have live shows every day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And I also have a sports betting show that's live on. YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch on at Gonzo Sports Room, but it's also live on the ASAP All Sports All Plays Network. 
so you uh, you can find it there. Make sure you go like all the ASAP Sports Network as well and follow them. They got we got a lot of talented guys over there. Yeah, and one of those talented guys, of course, is Chris, or as I refer to him when he gets me mad, Christopher. Um, that's my gimmick, by the way. When people get me upset or if I'm having a serious moment, I call them by their full name. So we also do a lot of pro wrestling stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, here Wednesday, every Wednesday, pro wrestling. That's that's what we do. All wrestling stuff because it's lit. We got to travel around the state and uh, stream independent uh, wrestling shows live. Yep, I'm doing two this weekend. Yep, so, yep. So again, you just follow Chris and he, he'll let you guys. He'll let everyone. Next Saturday night, I'll have a show live that's, that'll have a uh, Epico Primo, uh, Carlito on. And, and is that is that that's the one you were telling me about that Rikishi popping up? Yeah, and Rikishi. Yep, yes, next. yes. I, yep, I remember you were telling. Yep, you're, yep yeah, that's you next Saturday. That. That's next Saturday. Ooh, that's a good one. You better live stream it. Oh I'm yeah, it'll be, it'll it'll be live it. on YouTube and Twitch. I don't yes, live stream sir. them on Facebook because of the music. Oh yeah, copyright. So I live I live stream on YouTube and Twitch. Mm, see, so and and your Twitch is your Twitch is Gonzo Sports Room, correct? Yep. Okay, so for those of you are listening, it's G O N Z O. S P O R T S R O O M. So Gonzo G O N Z O and then Sports Room. That's where you can find this intelligent man with, dare I say, a phenomenal beard. Oh, thanks. I I'm working like on you. the beard. I want to be like you when I grow up. That's what <laughs> I uh, follow us on Twitter at Private Takes. Any news you guys want us to talk about, feel free to tag us. You can catch us on both Facebook and YouTube at Prideful Takes. Feel free to give us a like and a sub. Visit our website, www.pridefultakes.com. Not only is every episode of the podcast up there, but we also have original articles. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Prideful Takes Podcast. If you have an iPhone, just say, hey, Siri, play the Prideful Takes Podcast, and she'll take care of the rest. Obviously, as always, go to www.fatcode.com. Use discount code PRIDEFULTAKES. Get 15% off all your organic skincare needs. They got stuff for men, women, and children. And if you guys are on Facebook, your boy's starting a gaming channel, Pride Gaming 22 CSGO, both original, just legit GTA and role-playing GTA, Call of Duty, Apex Legends. I got Hearthstone, League of Legends, and when I do Call of Duty, doing some game streaming as well, so that yes, be on the lookout for that. Yes, sir. It, it, I'm telling you, man. I, I do. I do all types of games, whether it be multiplayer, single player, all that good stuff. So that's where you guys can find me, Chris. It's been an honor. Thank you for being here, brother. Um, it's always it's always fun being able to talk some UFC with you. You know what I mean? We don't do it. We don't get to do it much, but I know sometimes on ASAP in the morning we do it, and yeah. it's, it's so much fun. So. Um, if I, if whenever I can get you in here to talk some UFC, I love well, it. I appreciate you having me on. I'll come back anytime. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So on behalf of Chris, it is your boy Pride. We'll be back here on Monday. Until then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Ooh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the chew on the season. Second and one for the Bills. They handle the rush. Allen looking. It's out. To to Shohei Otani, center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh.